Yeah, Gophers! What's up, guys? Big game for the boys this weekend. Yeah, uh, we're mostly here to talk about fantasy, but we're also here to gas up the Gopher football team. Go Gophers! Row the boat. Uh, Mike Coyle just locked up P.J. Fleck through 2026. P.J. Fleck getting that money for real right now. The terms were not disclosed, but Florida State just fired their head coach, so had to had to lock up the yeah, the cool. hottest coach on the on the market right now because yeah. uh, your Gophers are eight zero. Um, man, that Penn State game is going to be lit. It is. It um, is. Before we get into it. Maybe we maybe we tell the boys what our plan is for the game this weekend, Evan. How are we gonna, how are we going to be watching it? Yeah. So uh, due due to due to scheduling that we had not really realized would line up this way, we are going to be in Sioux Falls for the weekend That's... to watch Gopher basketball. Yeah. Uh, who are playing a neutral site game against Oklahoma in South Dakota? Sioux Falls. In Sioux Falls. So we're going to be there, but we're leaving early at like seven a.m. so that we can get into town and watch. Go for football on TV at a bar in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. So, so that's our plan. It's gonna be lit. It is. It really is. All right. Well, Evan, there there was a lot that happened this week. Yeah, um, we're getting into crunch time here for fantasy boys. I'm pumped. It's truly, it's truly the playoff race is on. Evan was Evan. Uh, I won't spoil your uh, your your playoff projection model too much, but just to kind of give away of the land, um, just how much of a uh, uh, the pl- just how much the playoff race is really heating up. There are currently nine teams in this league that have at least a two thirds probability of making the playoffs. Yeah, and so really I, me that math nerds. If you if you remember correctly, there are only eight spots. So, um, so somebody's gonna be disappointed. Someone's someone's gotta go to jail. Someone's gotta go as, to jail. As the old saying goes, yeah. Someone's gotta go to jail. All right. Well, Evan. Um, Let's see, who do we start with? Let's, uh, you want to start with uh, old Yost and Dorf, maybe? Yeah, sure, why not? All right, Andrew gets the win here, improves to 6-3. and three. Dorf is looking quite strong, uh, at least win-loss-wise. And he, he had a pretty good week this week. Uh, man, Tyler Lockett continuing to just be, like, really fucking good. Uh, yeah, what is Tyler I was, Lockett? I was gassing him up. On the pod last Wide week. receiver three. Yeah, and, and then he put on 27 <laughs> points. I feel very vindicated. Well, I don't, this is after. This is updated with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's a, but I was, I, said, I was saying I was gassing him up last week on the pod, and now here he is doing even better. Uh, Tyler Lockett did really well. I don't know. Philip Lindsay had a good game. Just a solid all-around week for Dorf. Like, nobody besides um, – I mean, 103 is a good – it's a good – you know, it's a solid week, but it's nothing crazy. And that's kind of like every other one – everyone else has seemed like – no one played insane, but everyone was solid across the board. He got, um, you know, double digits from, you know, you look, you, you look at what do you want from your, you know, your top end guys, you know, your quarterback, two wide receivers, two running backs. So he's getting double digits from all five of them. And then Ebron, he gets five and a half. Can't ask for much more from a streaming no, tight end. projected. He got, uh, he got 1.6 from Ebron. Oh, shit. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, Ebron wasn't very good. Tevin Coleman was disappointing as well, but oh uh, yeah, everyone fine. else kind of made up get, the difference. Okay, so this all makes sense now about why I was looking at the run. I was like, oh, he had a good week. He was he was only. It's funny because he was projected for ninety six point seven, and I was like, oh, so he had a good week. But um, let's see. Let's look at his bench. I think uh, yeah, Dorf too. Just looking at his bench, he's actually re- like really flush in running back depth now. Uh, because yeah. Ronald Jones was like finally officially named the starter this week. Uh, Damian Williams looks like he might kind of be back and 
a starter type role for the Chiefs. Yeah. Right Mahomes gets back, and I, Kareem Hunt is finally back this week. Then Damian Williams is a little inflated because of the one ninety-one yeah. yard touchdown run he had against right. the Vikings. Um, but obviously, like, it does sound like usage has kind of flipped uh, towards Damian Williams and away from Shady McCoy in that offense. Yeah, so. McCoy had like six snaps or something. Yeah, it was like not a lot. Um, but yeah, Kareem Hunt, Freddie Kitchens came out and said. Um, Kareem Hunt is going to have a role, so a role is, you know, it's a little vague. Yeah, but, you well, know. Dorf held on to him for, for nine weeks, and now he finally is. He he can use Kareem Hunt all he wants. It's funny because he's probably not going to. He's probably not going to. Like, 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 <laughs> Unless something happens to well, Chubb, yeah. Well, Chubb. Oh, you, yeah. oh, you mean like for, yeah, I mean, because like, if I'm Andrew, like, now that Ronald Jones is a starter in Tampa, like, I don't even know if I start Kareem. Like, like, do you want to start the second fiddle in Cleveland? Yeah. Or, I mean, given like, that, given that his, though, his actual, like, three actual starting running backs are Philip Lindsay, Tevin Coleman, Duke Johnson, like, maybe Duke, you know, probably is not going to see a whole ton of starting on Andrew's team here soon, but. Why not? I don't know. Is Duke Johnson good? He's been fine. Uh, RB31, like, yeah. As a flex guy? Yeah, he's really touchdown dependent. I think. Uh, I don't know. He's definitely. I, d- I disagree. I think I think Duke Johnson has been like serviceable this year. Like he's not a guy that like you want to start. Yeah. But like, do you think Kareem Hunt, like being the backup behind Nick Chubb, like do you think Kareem Hunt is going to get you more than you know? Probably Duke not. Duke Johnson yeah. is good for sixty yards a week. Like, like I don't, I don't really think I'm gonna get much more from Kareem Hunt. But uh, I don't know. That's kind of a lot to spend on. I just think it's funny that Adrian holds on to Kareem Hunt for like nine weeks, and he's probably his sixth, sixth <laughs> best running back yeah. at this point. Um, uh, well, Andrew, though, does have uh, what should be an open bench spot because Cam Newton uh, officially sent to IR. Season is over. Uh, Rip Cam Newton. Yeah, the Cam Newton era might be ending. Uh, it sounds like the Panthers can save a ton of money if they just cut him. So that might that might happen. <laughs> So, Man, that'd be wild. Yeah, that would What's be their record? Are they bad? No, they're fine. They're like 5-4, and four, I think. They're like right in the playoff hunt. Okay, well, so then, is Kyle, is Kyle Allen good? It, apparently, yeah. I mean, he's been playing pretty well. Um, yeah, I don't know. All right, Tony's team. Um, left, left two by, guys on by his lineup. Yeah. Um, didn't really pose much of a threat to Andrew. Also, it's Delaney Walker, who was injured in his yeah. lineup. So. Still salty that I had to play Tony week one. Fuck Tony. Um, well, I'm I'm playing them in this upcoming week, and no one is on by in this lineup, so oh. I'm a little salty as well. Yeah, yeah. Although I, I will at least have that empty Delaney Walker spot. So. <laughs> um, yeah, he'll probably be out again next week. Yeah, I think um, he will. Um, people were people were kind of scared that Le'Veon Bell was going to be hurt, but like, yeah, I, I don't think I don't think he's actually hurt. People, yeah, yeah, it turns I, out that he's fine. Schefter came out and said that because people were freaking out this morning because. The Jets promoted Josh Adams to their active roster from their practice squad, and so people were like, "Uh oh, Le'Veon Bell it might be hurt because he got an MRI." But apparently, it was like totally unrelated. They just yeah. another team was gonna sign Adams off of their practice squad, so they promoted him. But it's mm-hmm. also just like, why don't they just let him go? <laughs> like it's Josh Adams. Um, so I don't know. Kind of funny. Um, yeah. It's funny because yeah, Tony's team, given that he had three empty slots, actually had a really good week. Like everyone who actually played put up at least eight, and he put up eighty points despite having three empty slots. So like, if he had just filled them like a normal person who was playing fantasy, he would have like a hundred, and he would have been right in this game. So um, we should know while we're on Tony's team that 
Eden Prairie football on Friday night mm. lost to Rosemont. Yeah. Um, Man. And if you ask me, if you ask, hey, Ben, was it, you know, the state semis, state quarters, you know, like we're pretty, you know, it's it's early in November, you know, maybe they're making state. Nope, they didn't make it to state this year, guys. Um, first season since two thousand four, that uh, Eden Prairie did not make it to state, which is pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah. we we blame it all on Tony. It's uh, also Tony's first year coaching, as was noted in the group me by yours truly. Yeah. So. Um, I walk up and the first thing I'm <laughs> over here. Just blaming that loss on me. I can't believe you. Uh, we, we weren't blaming it. We were just pointing out the facts. Uh, Tony, those are facts, I suppose. Tony, yeah. the, the, this is your first year coaching. They didn't make it to state. This is a clear correlation. Co- clear, clearly, yeah. yeah uh-huh. What is the R squared? We're not sure. One. one. Not very oh, close to one. Okay, it is one. <laughs> since, since 2005. <laughs> Uh, it is exactly one. The, year, the years that Tony has coached, not made state. Here's that Tony has not coached, made state. Well, now that well, so now that Tony, um, Tony, this is your second guest appearance in a, in a row. Um, <laughs> now that Eden Prairie football lost and isn't making it to state, um, now you can go to Iowa with us. Now you can uh, now now you can you know set your lineup. Now you have time to do. <laughs> yeah, you got so now, time now you have time to do lots of stuff. You play Evan next week, so maybe this is a good time to start setting your lineup. I'm salty about this, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I suppose that's probably enough talk about Tony's team. That was fun. We have fun here. God, he better not set his lineup. <laughs> oh, that was funny. That was pretty good. I enjoyed that. Um, All right, do we want to do Tony's? To- I know he's still. I know he's still eavesdropping. So I just want to talk shit. Tony still has uh, his whole bench is all wide receivers. Yeah, it's the same as it always has been. Um, Tony has a seventh wide receiver in his flex, eighth and ninth wide receivers in his starting lineup. Tony currently rostering nine wide receivers. Hey, Tony. Ah, uh, he's not listening. All right, never mind. Moving on. All right. Who are we doing? Let's what talk we... about Tom and Henry. Tom and Henry. Let me... Uh, so Tom Tom got the win here, improves to 6-3. and three. Henry slides down to 4-5, and five, which is going to be a common theme, as we'll see. Uh, let's see, what happened good for Tom's team? Lamar Jackson was good. Uh, finally getting the Patriots a loss. That was pretty exciting to see. Who would have thought that the moment the Patriots play like a reasonable <laughs> offense, who would have thought the defense, uh, the defense struggles? Yeah, Pat's um, defense, four fantasy points. <laughs> also, yeah. um, real quickly, going to call out Tom. Uh, Tom, I, I, I love you. You had, you had a good, well, he had an okay week. He got the win, though. Uh, Tom, Tom in the group meet complains about... The, you know, should, oh, should have benched the Pats D this week, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, maybe you should have. Like, I, I had the Pats D in a different league and I benched them because, like, I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a, I'm not a uh, Kool-Aid drinker of the Pats D. But, um, Tom, like, don't throw your boys Pats D under the bus like that. Like, they've been carrying your team all year, you know. I, I think that's poor form. You know, you got, you got to give the boys a break. Yeah, dance with the one whip run, yeah. That's a, that's a good way to put it. Um... <laughs> Melvin Gordon. Yeah. Welcome back. Finally back on the horse. Welcome, welcome back to the NFL, Melvin Gordon. Um, had a great week, 23 points. Um, the, the, you know, pretty helpless Green Bay defense didn't really have an answer for, uh, for Melvin Gordon. That Green, Green Bay's defense has not looked good in recent weeks. Um, Tyrell, Tyrell Williams, I think I saw this was his first game without a touchdown this year. Yeah, mm-hmm. he had been 5 for 5. Kind of interesting. Um, and even Eckler had 9.3. 
Um, kind of interesting how the Gordon Eckler double start has like, <laughs> yeah, not, hasn't fine. been hasn't been bad for Tom. Uh, shout out to Tom for starting Danny Amendola, not because it worked out, but just because it's kind of funny that <laughs> someone did that. Uh, yeah. Over over Alshon Jeffrey, over Terry McLaurin. Yeah, I mean, it turned out he cost himself less than a point with that decision. But yeah, I am a little. I mean, I guess like Jeffrey was playing the Bears and McLaurin was playing the Bills, whereas Amendola was playing the Raiders. So I can kind of see the logic there. Yeah. Yeah, well, the McCorn thing. The McCorn thing. The, like, I I wouldn't have started McCorn because uh, Dwayne Haskins. I think that's the right the right because Haskins yeah, right. Haskins started at quarterback. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm guessing Tre'Davious White was on McCorn. Probably, yeah. Um, it's funny because Tom has five wide receivers on his bench, but started Damian. <laughs> he was like the best of those options, and it worked out. Um, it, Deshaun, well, Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, uh, anyways, Deshaun Jackson's like pretty much out for the year. Though. He is out for the year. Yeah, um, I just put him on IR. Core core injury, um, but yeah. he's also had that core injury like for forever. If he had just had the surgery, like yeah, for two, real. like when he got it, it probably would be fine by now. Um, so, yeah, yeah, not a great week for like the rest of Tom's team outside of like Jackson, Gordon, and Eckler. That that was like seventy percent of his points. So yeah, this one this one stings if you're Henry. Um, yeah, to- especially because Henry's team's been playing so well, and then he just has a pretty shitty week. He he put up seventy two points. Uh, yeah, the thing is, like, I guess the only person on Henry's team that you're like, well, you're probably disappointed in Adams and Michelle. Yeah, um, I think the Sony Michelle one is a big disappointment. He really wasn't much of a factor at all in that game against the Ravens. And that had a lot to do with the game script. The Pats were down big right away. They were down 17 nothing in the first half, and they just kind of stopped giving it to Michelle. And James White was on the field a lot, so. It makes sense. Yeah, damn, um, Michelle only had five touches in that game. Man, wow. Um, but it's been easy uh, It's been easy to forget that, you know, the Pats kind of do this. That, you know, they're very uh, willing to change up who is their running back given game script just because they've been winning all of their games. So, like, Michelle has had a ton of work. Like, he's averaging, it looks, it looks to me, like about 18 carries a game or something. Like, that's a lot. And, you know, you get down to four carries against the Ravens just because they're losing it. Did you see when I saw Darren Fells' stat line, I immediately oh, yeah. thought this is like this is Evan this is an Evan Olowski tight end. Yeah, I, stat I, line. I, I was I was on I was on the Darren Fells beat, uh, as they say. Uh Darren Fells putting up the most Eric Ebron stat line of all time, uh, with one catch for one yard and one touchdown. <laughs> the good old six point one fantasy point. Well it's re- it's really you, just like you love to see it. It's like you're it's like a it's like a what you when you're like, Oh man, I'm just throwing a dart trying to stream a tight end. Yeah. And uh, like Chris Herndon is like, like Chris Herndon like continues to be like not available for whatever uh-huh. reason. Uh, I feel like Chris Herndon. I feel like every week I look at Chris Herndon's name and I'm like, he's almost ready. Yeah, like, right. it's been like it's been like it's been like five weeks yeah. at this point. <laughs> uh, Darren Fells, uh, like I was saying, is like this year's Eric Ebron in that it's someone who doesn't really get very much yardage but just scores touchdowns like crazy. Uh, I was incredulous last week when I saw that he had five touchdowns and he has six now. So like. Riddle me that, uh, Darren Fells. Yeah, uh, wonder what happened with Devonte Adams. Uh, maybe it was because it was his first game back. Right? I mean, just like the whole Packers offense was bad. Um, I mean, that's most of it, right? Like, they they just looked. Well, did did he fl- did it flare up during the game? No, I mean um, he he played. I mean he he got eleven targets in this game. Eleven targets, yeah. Seven much. seven catches, forty one yards. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is losing it. <laughs> yeah, seven and two. Uh, um, losing it. 
Henry's bench, uh, Kalen Balaj. That's a that's a lucky little lottery ticket for Henry. Um, not, yeah. Like not that like the Miami Dolphins Henry running back is good. Last week. But like you know when you're talking about like the end of your bench, yeah. like Mark Walton, the the Dolphins' usual starting running back, just got suspended for four games for. Uh, Getting arrested multiple times this offseason, wasn't it? Oh, was it that? I don't remember what it was, what he got arrested for, but yeah, it was like multiple arrests. Right. Uh, oh, and that, it like, like the, it just finally, the, the I, discipline finally processed for yeah, that. Uh-huh. Um, and then they traded away Kenyon Drake earlier in the week, which we'll talk about later. So yeah, Caleb Balaj is kind of like the only running back left yeah. <laughs> in Miami. Oh, this was the thing, I think, so I heard that this is like how, how stupid like the Jets and the Dolphins are. It's like, uh, the Josh Adams thing, people were saying that it was, like, maybe the Dolphins that were trying to claim Josh Adams off of the Jets practice squad. So the Jets promoted Josh Adams to their active roster to avoid the Dolphins would be able to claim him. But it's also just, like, it's, like, it's like it's like so dumb because it's, like, the Bills and the Patriots on the top of the division are, like, playing really well and, like, winning games. And the Jets and the Dolphins are just, like, the definition of, like, mediocrity. And they're, like, they're, like, busy, like throwing dirt at each other and like and like playing keep away with like practice squad running backs and it's like yeah, it's like it. what is going on in that division uh but yeah so Kalen Balaj I mean guy he's a pretty interesting waiver wire pickup this week in most leagues but Henry's already got him locked up so kind of curious to see if he's uh available like especially with like bye weeks the next couple weeks if it works out for Henry to to mm-hmm. start him um should we, should we, so this puts Henry at four and five. Did we already mention that? Yeah, I, I said he was four and five. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about standings and playoff picture a bit at the end, I think, with all of the four and five teams. Okay. Um, want to move on to another four and five team? Tim and Rye. Yeah, so Ryan uh, got a, a tight, low scoring win over Tim. Ryan goes to four and five. Tim down to seven and two. Tim isn't even in first place anymore, Ben. So yeah. Connor's in first place now. The team that was auto drafted yeah. is in first place. Yep. <laughs> I, I'm worried. I'm worried. Um, so we'll start with, we'll start with Stu's team cause he was the winner. Um, Jameis, he's, uh, he's having a good little fantasy season over there just with, uh, Man, that, uh, that Buccaneers Seahawks game was really fun. Yeah. <laughs> it was 40 to 34 in overtime and it was just like, neither defense could do anything. and just the quarterbacks passing the whole time. Like nobody ran the ball either. So it was just, our God, our Godwin and Mike Evans wide receiver one, two in fantasy. I know Evans is one. I think Godwin might be, like, three or four. Oh, because Michael Thomas is definitely two. Yeah, it's, like, Thomas and, and, and like, Cup are up there. Well, then right? well, Lockett um, is three, because yeah. we just saw that. So, it's, it's, like, there are two top five receivers, top five wide receivers in Tampa. Yeah. So, it turns out Evan was probably right about Jameis, but, uh, rip. Oh, I, I take that. Chris Godwin's wide receiver, two. So, it is one, two. It is one, two. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, I guess God... Oh, oh Tom- Thomas was on Thomas by. was on by. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, Godwin yeah. caught off to him. Um, yeah, um... Yeah, Jameis is QB thirteen, which like if he could stop turning it over, would be like QB four. But <laughs> hey, you uh, get to go with the bad. But he did have a really good week. Yeah, I mean he has these games every once in a while. Like he did not turn it over. I guess he had one fumble against the Seahawks, but like you'll take it out of Jameis yeah. Winston. Um, Stu's Stu's running backs. Um, not looking great. Maybe uh maybe yeah. old Stu should give old Andrew Edelorf a little, little call, a little jingle, because uh Shady McCoy like. Essentially lost his starting job. He had like yeah. Sh- Shady McCoy had, um, he he played. Let's see, six snaps. 
on Sunday. That's not great. Um, he pretty much lost his starting role to to Damon Williams. Uh, Frank Gore, essentially the same thing happened with Devin Singletary. Devin Singletary is a rookie this year. Um, late, later in the year, you know, the rookies, they tend to catch on a little bit and they, the teams give them more run. Um, I think Singletary has pretty clearly usurped Gore in the depth chart there. Um, Carlos Hyde is steady as usual, but James Conner is also, like, usually hurt uh, sometimes. Yeah. Like, like I don't know I'm if he's sure when Conner's going to come back. It sounds like he might play this week, but he also definitely might not. So. So, if you're, so if you're Stu, you have, like, pretty much, like, Carlos Hyde and James White, and James White yeah. is, like, very game script dependent. Yeah, right. Like, you um, can maybe skate by with those two guys. Like, James White is, at the very least, going to get you, like, five points, but, like, potentially just five. Yeah. Um, and Hyde has actually been really good, um, which has been sort of surprising. Yeah, for for Stu to manage to for Stu to manage to get a win without Mahomes is uh yeah. pretty big. I don't know if he, I don't know how I forget how he's been doing the past couple weeks. Uh I think he won last week too. Um I think yeah, I think he did. So, maybe maybe uh Patrick Mahomes was bringing his team down. Ewing effect? Ewing effect. Ewing theory? Yeah, yeah. Uh with Patrick Mahomes there. Um Let's see. What else is what's what else is Stu uh yeah, I got nothing. Yeah, no, I got not, Rob, a whole, not a whole ton of great performances, but you know, a win's yeah. a win. Robbie Anderson only puts up three point three against Miami. I think I'm finally out on Robbie Anderson. Uh, finally happened. Ben, ben not, is leaving his man. I'm, I'm not 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 because of Robbie himself, uh, but because of Sam Darnold. Yeah, um, who I also talked up at the beginning of the year. Yeah, I, I, I'm <laughs> um, so vindicated by the but, Jets being absolutely. But terrible. I'm gonna blame not Sam Darnold, but Adam Gase. No, no. <laughs> Yes, ESPN, uh. ESPN for throwing my boy Sammy D under the bus with that <laughs> seeing ghost. That was a bush league move uh. of ESPN when they mic up players. When they mic up players, I they're appreciated they're, the content. they're not supposed to use you know any like incriminating like embarrassing footage mm-hmm. or, or or sound bites. And that was that was bullshit. That was a bush league move. It 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 really hurt Sam Darnold's credibility as an NFL quarterback. You know, and now he's just all out of sorts. And my boy Robbie is paying the price. Yeah. Um, yeah. Although I guess Jameson Crowder had like he had like fifteen yeah, catches. Yeah, Crowder was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's throwing everything at Crowder. Uh, yeah. Because uh, he because he's too scared. He's seeing ghosts. Once he once he makes reads more than ten yards down the field. Yeah. He sees ghosts. Um, it's also funny because Tim has Devin Singletary on his bench, who scored twenty points. And yeah, <laughs> Frank. Ryan finally hashtag free Frank Gore like we'd been like, <laughs> which we'd be the final of the week that he gets benched yeah he got benched so yeah. sorry Ryan too well, little too late you should yeah. listen to us earlier you can't exactly blame Tim for not starting Singletary but that would have won him the game I think if he had started him over there is no there, there is there is no uh, yeah. there there's just no um, you know universe where Tim starts Devin Singletary over one of those three guys yeah. Um, yeah, so the three running backs were were his three best players, pretty much. It, Zeke, Nick Chubb, and Mark Ingram all put up pretty, you know, pretty good normal it, games. Yeah, Stephon Diggs has yeah, like Diggs. Stephon Diggs has like slowly become like one of the more frustrating fantasy players because it's like he had those he's had a couple of really good weeks recently, and Adam Thielen goes out with a hammy injury in the first quarter mm-hmm. and just like, man, where, where, Ben, where would you guess that Stephon Diggs is ranked among wide receivers? Without without looking, uh-huh. I'm gonna guess forty. He's wide receiver nine. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, he, he had that one game against the Eagles where he scored three touchdowns. He got thirty six points in that game, and each of the last two weeks he's had exactly one hundred and forty three yards. So like, 
You look at the stat line, and it's basically either 10 plus points oh my or God. less than 5, with no in-between. 3, 10, 1, and 10, like, 4, 36, 14, 14, 1. It's so. like half and half, basically, where you, yeah. you'll either have like a great game uh, or like a very bad game. And, and weirdly, yeah, that so, one against so, the Chiefs so, was a bad game. So if you take out, if you take out that 36-point week... Yeah, then he's probably... Um, like, it's, <laughs> it's, it's either he scores... 10 to 14 or 1 to 4. Yeah, that's not great. <laughs> it's kind of a especially point. It was especially weird given that, you know, they were playing the Chiefs, who, you know, are one of the worst pass defenses in the league, and Adam Thielen was out for vast majority of the game. So you would have expected Diggs to have a huge game, and he got nothing. He, and, the game script was like, and the game script was, like, normal. Yeah, it was, right, it like was a close, close the whole yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah kind of odd to see that from Diggs. Yeah. I guess I suppose Laquan Treadwell was probably soaking up most of the Treadwell time. did actually get a lot of looks, it seemed like. Like, every time I saw a play from that game, it was, like, Treadwell getting targeted. Was it really? Usually not really making the catch, but... That's fair. <laughs> um, let's see. What AJ Green. We're on, word on the street is AJ Green's going to come back next week. Is he really? That would yeah. be kind of fun. That's, what we're on, that's why I dropped out in Tate. Also, yeah, also and, and the, the quarterback. Also, cause, yeah. Also, because yeah. they benched Andy Dalton. Yeah. I just want. I just want nothing to do with that whole team right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, on offense. And also, they were on. Yeah. Well, they were on by last week too. It was but like, it was as, just as, as far as guys who are gonna you know just pop up on your bench, you know, you could do worse than having AJ Green to show up. You know, so that's fair. Um, I'm probably looking forward to that, especially given that you know Diggs has been up and down and Michael Gallup isn't like a super reliable option. So Yeah. Mark Andrews only putting up two point one. I'm gonna look at what his he is I been, feel like Andrews is trailing off. Yeah. yeah. Um if you look at Baltimore's team, I've read some stuff where like they do all this janky like kind of three tight end kind of yeah, stuff. Is super weird. Where I so I I imagine Mark Andrews's fantasy production is being hurt by the fact that they Baltimore's like shtick is that they do kind of this janky stuff with Lamar Jackson, and they just cycle through like four tight end rotations. And I think, yeah, I think Nick Boyle caught a touchdown. One of their other uh, tight ends. This I, week. Nick Boyle, and then there's also Hayden Hurst. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, but also like you, in real, I guess I guess Tim does have Austin Hooper, but for most people, like you probably can't do much better than Mark Andrews, but Tim can. <laughs> yeah, you can just start Austin Hooper when he gets back from by. So. Yeah, because he's tight end one. <laughs> yeah, tight end one, Austin Hooper. <laughs> We all had that going into the season. Yeah. Um. So this, yeah. So this puts Tim at seven and two. Stu's at four and five. That was big, big, big win for Ryan. Yeah. Um, R- Ryan basically it, at this point needs to keep winning games. <laughs> if 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 Ryan had lost that game, which like he probably should have theoretically, <laughs> um, I wonder what his probability of making the playoffs would have been. Pretty low. Yeah. Kind of interesting. Um. Should we move on? Yeah. To old Nur and old Ethan. Yeah, let's do it. This one this this one hurts for Ethan. Um Ethan had it looks like the fifth highest point scored in the league this week. Um, but takes the L, unfortunately. Also goes to four and five. Also goes to it's four and five. Trend. Um have you noticed a trend? Um Let's see. What do we got here? That what what jumps out to you in this uh, matchup, Evan? Well, he got a lot of points from that Lions Raiders game, which was a really up and down, pretty fun game. Uh, Matthew Stafford had a great game. He's having like one of the better seasons of his career, and Josh Jacobs continues his breakout. I was seeing that like uh, like a, a redraft article where it's like, oh, if we redrafted today, like Josh Jacobs would probably be a first round pick. Yeah, that's probably fair. Like a like an eight to ten yeah, kind of guy or something. Yeah, uh, he yeah. put up twenty four points. Like Josh Jacobs has been really good, 
And it helps that, like, the Raiders just don't have other running backs that they use, like, at all. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, like they occasionally pass it to Jalen Richard, but it's a very different role, and it's pretty small. Whereas, like, Josh Jacobs is putting up 28 carries for 120 yards and two touchdowns. Like, you got to love that kind of volume, for sure. Yeah, if you're uh, if you're Ethan, you're what when you're like who fucked me this week? Um, as always, it's the wide receivers <laughs> and and the yeah. tight end. Yeah, it was yeah. yeah. So it's so it's the kind of thing where, you know, if you just go if you just go look at Allen Robinson, it's like well he's got Mitch Trubisky throwing it to him. You go to Juju, it's like well he's got Mason Rudolph throwing to him. Um, Jonu Smith, it's just kind of like well, he's got his his other choices are. And not all three of these guys were active this week. Jonu Smith, OJ Howard, Jason Witten. Ethan is just desperately trying to find who he has to start so to vote. I'm to guessing that he's gonna void. start starting Jason Witten, because Witten actually hasn't been that bad. Like like it's definitely not who you want to be starting a tight end. But like there's a reasonable floor here of like three points, which cannot be said for most like waiver wire tight ends, right? Like if you watch that Monday night game against the Giants, which, like... That's actually a reasonable point. I hope um, nobody else watched this game. But he, he had eight catches on nine targets for 58 yards. So. Jason Witten has not... Jason Witten, the, the the first two games this year, which he took all of last year off, so maybe yeah. give, give him a break. First, after his first two games, uh, 54, 50, 29, 57, 33, 58. Yeah, like, you'll take that. It's going to be a, some, a, somewhere between, like, three and six points. Yeah. With a, the potential for a touchdown, he's, when, he has two this year. When you, when you got O.J. Howard uh, goosing you and... Yeah. Uh, well, Howard is still injured, I believe. Yeah, he didn't Oh, play. was he hurt last week? Yeah. yeah well, he hasn't played since week six. He so. was, well, and he wasn't good before. Well, he wasn't good before. <laughs> it's been worse than Witten has been. Uh, so, so yeah, I think, I think Witten's probably going to wind up getting some starts for Ethan here. And, you know, he could do worse than that. Yeah. Um, uh, kind of bad news for Ethan, too, is that Preston Williams, the Dolphins wide receiver, is out for the year. But on the other hand, that improves Devontae Parker's I think status, I, I, so. I, I, actually, I actually like it for Ethan. You think I, overall that helps? Yeah, I think it's a net positive. Williams had actually would you rather have? Would you, well. would you rather have four quarters or a dollar? I think you know it I mean? would have been much better if Parker had been the one who got hurt. But <laughs> you know. I, think, I think having two Miami Dolphins wide receivers – because the thing is, like, say like, – say, Juju goes down or Allen Robinson goes down. It's like, well, he's probably starting Muhammad Sanu now. But yeah, that's true. Say, let, Sanu. let's say he doesn't have Sanu. Like, if it's Parker or Williams, it's like, well, let me flip a coin. Who am I? Who am I yeah, but of. now, but now you have clarity. Like, clarity is important in fantasy to like to like know who like to to have just like a clear pivot. Mm-hmm. I think is important. So like, I would much, I would I would much rather have like uh well clearly like Fitzpatrick should remain the starter the rest of the year like. Parker will be the target. And now Ethan can drop Preston Williams so he no longer has two Miami Dolphins wide receivers on his bench. Yeah. And he can go and, you know, pick up a a a, a streaming defense or for the for the following week. You know, like yeah, something that something, like so, that something that could help you a lot more in the long run than having two Dolphins wide receivers on your bench. But also Mohamed Sanu um had like Ten catches on like fourteen targets in his yeah. first game with the Pats. <laughs> they were um, all very short yardage, but yeah, that was a lot of volume. <laughs> Uh, yeah, pretty pretty impressed. Um, fourteen points for Mohamed Sanu. Did he have a touchdown? Yeah, he did. Okay. Um, yeah, so f- ten catches, eighty-one yards, touchdown. Yeah. Um, that was that was a pretty savvy. Um, I was I was kind of eyeing Mohamed Sanu, but I messed up and I didn't drop Raheem Mostert. 
before the Thursday night game kicked, and I forgot that in ESPN you're bench locks. Yeah. So right. um, I was really eyeing Mohamed Sanu, and I was like, I, 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 maybe I, like, I'm not saying like I absolutely would have picked him up, but I was definitely looking at it, so I think mm-hmm. that's a savvy. Uh, I think Ryan maybe dropped him. Yeah, Ryan dropped him. Um, yeah. And then Ethan picked him up. Um, but Connor's team... Connor yeah, so, almost got that weekly bonus. Yeah, me and Connor were really in a tight battle there for that uh, weekly prize. Uh, yeah, that was like a fun moment, like closer to the end of the Buccaneers Seahawks game, where like both those teams were just going back and forth scoring touchdowns. So like Connor was getting Russell Wilson touchdowns, but some of those were being thrown to DK Metcalf, who was on my team, <laughs> and then Mike Evans would respond with like forty more receiving yards, and it was just like back and forth with, with both both of our teams just like piling up points. So. Yeah, Connor kind of could have had it there. It was very close at the end. Uh, should yeah. we should we give a quick recap of of Connor? Um, <laughs> if, yeah. Con- if, so so Connor uh, going going into Monday. So after the Sunday games all wrap up on Monday, Connor makes his first ad of the season. Yeah. <laughs> um, the team that the team that was auto drafted, um, the team that did not have any uh, waiver pickups or or just free agent pickups all year, sees that he is in contention as Evan very. Uh, uh, you know, had very good observation and pointed out in the group me. Uh, <laughs> Connor sees that he has a shot. So who did you have going into Monday night? I had the Cowboys defense. You had Cowboys D, and you were like a couple of I points. I was like three points down. Yeah. Oh, you were down on Connor. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and so then Connor played a little defense. He's the, the options are pretty slim at that point. <laughs> yes, he could only pick from <laughs> Cowboys and Giants players, wide so, receivers specifically. So so he, he Randall Cobb was probably the clear choice. Yeah, I think that um, was as good as he could have so, done. So that was pretty funny. I, I, I was worried too because Cobb actually saw a decent number of targets but just didn't do anything with them. Uh, yeah, they kept throwing it to yeah. – uh, it's like – it's like, like Dal- he, he had eight targets and, and a carry, but only had thirty five yards on those. So like, it's like Dallas, like give it to Zeke and Amari Cooper. Yeah, like what are you uh-huh. doing? Like they kept throwing it to Cobb and uh, Witten. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. come on guys. Yeah, those are the underneath guys. Um, long. And I ended up sealing this fairly easily when the Cowboys got that like random fucky uh, fumble return for a touchdown on like the last play of the game. Uh, so I actually won the weekly bonus by like ten points, but. But right up until then, it was very close. I see that ESPN still has not charged Randall Cobb for that fumble that he had yesterday, which did happen. It was not a figment of my imagination. They have not taken the two points away, but so be it. You you have to be somehow wrong on that. No, I mean, I was watching the game. Like, I was watching the game, and I remember being like, oh, Randall Cobb fumbled. <laughs> and, like, I kept on looking for it to update on the thing, and it never did. And I even, like, verified that it was in the play-by-play, and it was. Cobb fumbled. Let's let's check his. Uh, I'm gonna check like his in the, uh, in the first half at some point. I'm gonna check his like normal ESPN like or I'll go on Pro Football Reference. Yeah, they'll know. Do that. Uh, uh, I'll keep ta- I'll I'll keep vamping while you while you do this. Okay. Uh, David Montgomery had another pretty good game uh, despite the Bears' offense, you know, being its normal bad self. Uh, how many carries did he have? Pro I, Football I, Reference. Pro Football Reference did credit him with a fumble. Yeah, the fumble yeah. exists. So that's pretty funny. Yeah, ESPN just like didn't didn't take two points off. Um, <laughs> that's so dumb. That could have like what that, that could have definitely that, been the difference. That would have been so funny if that had been because yeah. then we would have had like the second week in a row of like a weekly bonus yeah, controversy. Kind of <laughs> and then it's and then it would have been it would have been a huge controversy because then you would have just kept it and then <laughs> and then it would and like as the commissioner it would have been this whole thing. Yeah, and, I'm not sure what I would have done if that had been the difference, but God, uh, I wish I, I, I probably 
would have just like incessantly tweeted at ESPN Fantasy uh, about changing it. Because um, like I can't imagine that Randall Cobb is getting started in more than like one percent of leagues. This information exists. It we says could... it says he's only rostered in eighteen percent. I don't care enough to look up the starting percentage, but it's got to be like two percent. I'll something. look it up. It'll take two seconds. Um, so yeah, I can't imagine this impacted a, a great number of fantasy matchups. It ha- I'm sure. I did I'm, really appreciate that last. I'm second. sure there was someone who lost because of it. That last second Cowboys touchdown was really funny because I imagine that flipped like St- a ton of fantasy games. You know, it's like an eight point swing, like right at the last second. Randall Cobb, guess how many league? Guess what percent of leagues he's starting in? Like point eight. Five point six. Five point six. <laughs> I guess he plays for the Cowboys, and so they're like, pretty popular. Yeah, it's like. Yeah, but damn. Oh, 5.6 who, is a lot. Who are these people starting Randall Cobb? That's, like, that's like 1 he's, in that's one in 20. He's wide that's receiver a, 75. That's, that's, that's 1 in 20 leagues Randall Cobb I'm is starting. I'm so rattled by that. He's like, <laughs> isn't good. Like, I get why Connor did it, just given his options at this point. But like, man, who, who are these 5% of people starting Randall Cobb? Man. Yeah, okay. that's funny. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Obviously, the rest of Connor's team did well because he put up 130 points. Um, Garner Minshew, rest in peace. Yeah, not, man. About to get benched. Minshew getting benched. Um, during the bye yeah. for Nick Foles. Not that Connor needs him because he has Russell Wilson, like the presumptive M- MVP at this point of the season. Um, in our uh, mediocre transaction of the week, not from Connor, but in real life, Dante Moncrief on Connor's bench got cut by the Steelers <laughs> and got claimed off waivers by the Panthers. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't realize he's on the Panthers now. That's exciting. Yep. It is, yeah. it is exciting. <laughs> yes. I, my blood is really pumping right now. Um, all right. Let's. Oh, God. This game. Fuck. Nick versus Jay. Uh, an, yeah. Another really low-scoring one. Uh, so this was a matchup of two, four, and four teams, uh, which means that uh, the loser had to wind up at four and five. That was Jay. Do you realize, Evan, if you had played uh, Jay this week and he had, if Jay had taken out a short-term loan to um, – acquire Nick's weekly point total from this week and added it to his, you, you still you still would have beaten Jay. I, I did not realize that. Yeah, I outscored uh, the total in this game. That's fun. That's fun. Um, That's funny because both these teams are probably better than my team. <laughs> like, in the long run, anyways. They're both ahead of me in the standings. That's also, like, a good thing to remember, like, with fantasy. It's just, it's all probability. Yeah, week to day. week, it's like, ugh. Uh, which one do I want to start with here? Um, Let's start, let's go left to right. Okay, so Jay's team... Uh, obviously tough to get Adam Thielen in the lineup and have him put up zero because he played like five snaps. Yeah, that sucks. Uh, the old David Johnson. Um, Jacksonville, situation. Jacksonville just did not play well, and yeah, they got the, they looked like they had the London hangover, you know, which they shouldn't. They play in they play in they London every, every year. year. Yeah, they should be the ones most used to it. Aaron yeah. Jones and Saquon Barkley, like just down the board, like this team. Yeah, just, like he just had a bunch of guys. Harrison Butker had sixteen and was Jay's highest scorer. Um, (laughs) gotta love it when your kicker outscores everyone else on your team um yeah a little disappointing for jay that mark walton got suspended but then again it's also mark walton Uh, yeah but i just don't know who he's gonna feel comfortable starting in the flex like he's probably gonna have to go back to like cole beasley or taylor gabriel or something uh and i guess if we can talk about his bice his bye week thing yeah i'm playing jay this week and um like jay's team is gonna be they're they're gonna be upset about this um, kind of embarrassing loss. I think I think Jay's team's gonna be they're gonna be chomping at the bit to you know turn the next page and and and, and get the ball rolling. And so I'm a little nervous to, for some payback uh, retribution in this game. But Jay's team is uh, yeah we'll talk about that more later. But facing a little bit of a buy. 
by uh, by week hell. By week hell. That's yeah. a good way to put it. Uh, Knicks team had a stellar seventy three point four this week. <laughs> um, yeah, brutal. Uh, Nick had kind of a tough buy situation this week. He had Michael Thomas, Todd Gurley, and Cooper Cup on buy. Uh, so I think he's got to be feeling pretty good about getting a win when you know those three guys who are like three of his four best yeah. players are on buy. Uh, that's got to feel good. Uh, you know, Chris Carson doing his normal thing. Like, Jamal Williams has been really good and, like, surprisingly consistent. Nobody played that bad Yeah, like on Knicks team. You definitely want more than 73 points, but, like, and Rodgers is disappointing. Rodgers was disappointing. Uh, Rodgers is losing it. <laughs> We're back to that, yeah. Kirk Cousins outscored Aaron Rodgers. Just want to point that out. <laughs> yeah, um, once again, Nick chose wrong. <laughs> I, 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 I want to point out, since I read this thing today, since week five, Kirk Cousins... Number one passer rating in the yeah, NFL. Yeah, uh, he's so, really, really So good. to all the fucking Vikings fans out there that were throwing this dude under the bus early in the year, yeah, you're 84 million. He's not worth. Why do we give him this big contract? Win, win, win. Kirk Cousins, put some respect on the damn name. Yeah, I know. Well, the, last five games, 13 touchdowns, one pick. So yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> it's not bad. It's better than Case Keenum. Hey, don't don't you trash Case Keenum <laughs> in this household. Uh, Case Keenum's my boy, as we all know. He got benched last week. For Dwayne Haskins. For, yeah, Dwayne Haskins. Right. for uh, the team from Washington. I will stand for Vikings version of Case Keenum, but no other team's version. So, uh, Yeah, I don't know. Kind of a ho-hum week for Nick, I guess. Like, 73 points is like the most boring point total, right? It's like just just below average enough where like there's nobody really good to talk about, but also not terrible that I, I feel a need to pile on, like I probably will with Quinn's team. So yeah, um, but yeah, this hey, is the a, this Lions, is the, huge... the Lions sign C.J. Anderson. No. ESPN, oh, ESPN, oh, this is the thing. This yeah, is the ESPN thing where he doesn't know that they released him like literally months ago. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. been like two months. Well, see, I, I don't thought... know why Nick still has him on his team either. I, that's confusing to me. Like Nick, I thought maybe I thought maybe Trey Carson got you know. No. Nah. Yeah, I guess theoretically it might make sense for them to resign C.J. Anderson now, but I don't think they want to. That's ESPN just knows. That yeah, they're gonna. Um, this was a big win for Nick though, um, because I mean, him and Jay were both four and four and now Nick moves up to five and four. He's like just ahead of that huge group of four and five teams. Yeah. Uh, that's a big advantage to have having that one extra game in hand. Um, especially cause Nick has a, a one in hands, one, total. one in hands worth more than two in the bush. Hmm. Is that what they say? Yep. More than two in the bush. Oh, it could be any number. That's very valuable. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, what, do we just have our two games left then? Yeah. You want to shit on Quinn's team? Yeah, let's do it. Yep. Uh, so I beat Quinn by 90 points, <laughs> uh, which is more than like most people scored this week. Uh, yeah, Quinn had a rough week, uh, and, and not all for like his fault reasons. Most uh, of it's his fault. Yeah, most of it, but definitely not all. Like, Jacoby Brissett got hurt in the first half and only put up three points. Yeah, that's tough. That was a big thing. I mean, Alexander like, Madison got, uh, I saw this. Yeah, up. like, weirdly kind of benched. He got out, he got out snapped by Amir Abdul. Yeah, like, I kept on seeing, like, a running back for the Vikings who was not Dalvin Cook do things, and I'm like, that doesn't really look like Alexander Madison. He's too small. And there was Amir Abdullah every time. I'm like, what? Like, Madison's really good. Like, that seems pretty clear from having watched him play. I don't know why they didn't give him more run in this game. He had three carries for six yards and no targets. So, yeah, beats me. Um, Peyton Barber, essentially. Yeah. Uh, Bruce Arians essentially came out and said, um, yeah, Ronald Jones is our starter now yeah. after this game, which, I mean, makes sense. Ronald Jones is like, looked a little... Last year, he was, like, a healthy scratch, like, every game. Yeah. Uh, and, like, couldn't break a tackle. And now he's actually, like, pretty good. So, 
Good for Ronald Jones. Bad for Peyton Barber. Zero sum game. Quinn takes the L on the Peyton Barber experiment. Yeah, and it's Quinn, gonna, it's gonna Quinn to re- didn't have a ton of other running back options this week. He didn't have any. Joe Mixon was on by. He literally, yeah, so he literally, guys, yeah, he literally right? didn't have any. Um, so once Mixon comes back. Who takes a seat though? <laughs> it's like it's like yeah, it's, right. <laughs> it's hard to trust either of these guys in your starting lineup right now. That's for sure. God, I'm still so mad I lost to this team. God, that pisses me <laughs> yeah. off so much. Uh, yeah, Tyreek had a good week, but yeah, basically everybody else was was fairly far. God, went only six point nine in that game where yeah. they put up thirty four. That's well, pretty surprising. Evans was getting the majority of the passing yardage. Yeah, still so. though, thirty four points. Like, you gotta. Get your points from somewhere. Yeah. Chris Connolly, uh, Jacksonville sucked in London. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, actually, Quinn did leave a bunch of points on the bench in the form of Emmanuel Sanders. Sanders has been... Manny Sanders! He's been really good since he got traded to the Niners, which has yeah. been a little surprising to me anyways. I thought he might at least take some time to get warmed up, but he had seven catches on nine targets for 112 and a touchdown against the Cardinals. That's that just goes... very good game. Once you give Jimmy G a, a solid target, solid weapon... Yeah. Jimmy G... It does help that they have no other good receivers. <laughs> like, What about Debo Samuel? Yeah. <laughs> So, so at the very least, like Quinn still got that wide receiver depth. Like Golden Tate's gonna be doing this normal, like pretty decent. Six thing. point, I think six points a week is pretty standard for Golden Tate. Yeah, like we'll take that. Um, Nikhil Harry is kind of an interesting person to have rostered. Yeah, I'm not Quinn um, probably picked up Harry. Before, I don't know. I don't know when he picked him up. I don't know why he has Nikhil Harry. Has not played a game in the NFL yet. Uh, just coming off IR now. So. Yeah, who knows? Maybe yeah, it was. Maybe, maybe, I'm guessing it was after Gordon got cut, b- before Probably they before, before they, they got, got Sanu. Sanu. Yeah, maybe like that. or maybe he just likes his name, Nikhil Harry. It's kind of a cool name. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, the spelling of Nikhil is interesting. Uh, all right. It's not like Nikhil Alexander Walker. Uh, no, on the North Pockets. Go yeah. ho- go Hokies. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, moving on to my team. Uh. I, I was feel I'm feeling pretty good about this week, Ben. You had a, you had a you had an okay week. <laughs> this is this is about as good as my team can possibly play at the same Derek time. Derek Carr, let's start at the top. Derek Carr, nineteen point six. I yeah. feel like Derek Carr hasn't been terrible recently. Uh, he's, he's actually been really good yeah. in real life and sort of like average in fantasy, but like um, he's I, playing well. I think I also yeah. saw this isn't the same statistic where Kirk Cousins had the number one passer rating last mm-hmm. week. I think Derek Carr was like number four. Yeah. Um. So not bad. Um. Ty Johnson, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but everyone else, yeah, really everyone else good. pretty. Jordan Howard doing doing his thing. Mike Evans doing more than his thing. Remember when people were concerned about Mike Evans earlier yeah. in the year? Well, I sent I sent this to you, Ben. Uh, Mike Evans last three games, he has thirty two catches for four hundred and seventy four yards in, in three games. <laughs> so, just what are the averages on that? What's 32 divided by 3? Like, just, like, almost 11 catches for almost 160 yards okay, on that, average. Okay, that's good. That makes it more palatable. Thank you. And, and one touchdown. Like, that, that'll probably play, I think. Um, yeah, Marvin Jones had another great game. Did Galladay have a good game, too? Yeah, they both did. Hey, look at that. That game was so back and forth. Yeah, they finally teamed up and, and both had good games at the same time. I think they both had touchdowns. George Kittle? Yeah, Kittle was good. Well, like, the Cardinals can't guard any tight ends. Right, yeah. That's kind of like that's kind of like the thing. If you have, hey guys, Kittle was like half hurt for that whole game and still put up fourteen points. Well, free. Well, I guess it's not really fancy advice because like your tight end is your tight end, but uh, the Cardinals have given up a tight end one week. I think every week this year. <laughs> yeah. So if you're if your tight ends playing the Cardinals, start licking your chops. 
DK Metcalf, 21 points. Metcalf had a nice little breakout game. Uh, that was pretty fun to watch. Yeah, he had a big touchdown at the end of the game, like a 45-yarder. Uh, yeah. To give them the lead at the time. So I'll let Evan bask in his glory a little bit. He had a good week. Yeah, he got the weekly good. bonus. Um, yeah. Da- is David Johnson coming back? Maybe. Next week? No one, no one seems very sure about this, and it sounds like he might be time-sharing with Kenyon Drake. But because... Jordan Howard is on by next week. I'm really kind of stuck at running back. Like, I have no idea who I'm going to start. So, we're rolling with it. We'll see. Jordan Howard's on by next week. Yeah. Rip. I mean, if my running backs keep on, or if my... So, my, you're, 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 you got to start two out of the three, Ty Johnson, David Johnson, Geis. Yeah. Not, oh, Malcolm Brown. Uh, not, not Geis this week either, because they're also on by. Um, but, oh. yeah, some combination of... Malcolm like, Brown. And Malcolm Brown's semi-hurt. Yeah, some combination so. of Malcolm Brown, David, David Johnson, and Ty Johnson, and you know random waiver wire running back of the week so we'll see but if my wide receivers keep on putting up i don't know what was this 70 points then i'll probably be fine <laughs> but that probably won't happen again probably so. not um i did see darius geist got activated though yeah he is officially coming back week 11 after their bye so hopefully he actually plays <laughs> um that would be helpful why would they so, do you have to activate someone so that they can practice or something? Like, if you if you put someone on IR, do you have to uh, act? Because you, cause well, so once, what, once, you de- once, you, once you activate them off of IR, actually, they, they have, like, a three-week window. Yeah, so I think the thing play, is, right? it's, yeah, you have that three-week window, and I think just the window is up now because they had it practicing, like, three weeks ago. Oh, so, okay, I, I don't think it. it matters on the bye week who is on your roster just because, like, you're not playing the game, obviously, so, like... Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were going to have to get rid of someone off that roster. I was thinking the opposite. So I was thinking, like, they had just started the window. And so in my head, I was like, yeah. why wouldn't they have just started the window a week from now? Yeah. Um, but that makes sense. But uh, I saw this funny thing where, like, there are people who have are in keeper leagues and have have, have had guys on the, in their IR slot for, like, two years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, really, I mean, he's only played one game in his career. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, It's kind of funny. Um, All right, we want to do your game? Well, Josh Gordon, one other important thing to note from Evan's team is Josh Gordon got claimed off waivers by the uh, Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, we'll see if he ends up. I don't really think he's going to do that much, but. Well, I, I think I don't think you're reading as much into it. I think this is kind of an interesting storyline because you also have DK Metcalf. I, that's what I'm mostly I, worried about is him stealing work from Metcalf because I don't think Gordon's going to be that useful on his own, but he can definitely make Metcalf not useful. You well, know? This is interesting because you took the other side when we were just talking about Preston Williams, Devontae Parker, or did, were you, or were or were we kind of in it? Because I was saying uh, that it's good for. I was saying it was good for. Was it Ethan that had both of them? Uh, I was saying it's yeah. good, it's good for Ethan. To like have the clarity, uh-huh. and so in this situation, it's like the opposite is happening. Yeah, because Metcalf and Josh Gordon, I feel like are gonna kind of play the same they, role. They have really similar skill sets. Yeah, they're both like big, athletic yeah, guys. Yeah, they're both like very like big, stronger, like yeah, not particularly fast guys. So, I think what you probably hope for is that I don't know if Lockett plays in the slot. Yeah, he but, usually does. But you just have to kind of hope that, like, hopefully. Gordon just takes all of the Jerron Brown and, like, yeah, right. wh- whoever, the miscellaneous yeah, on there. Moore, just, yeah. like, random chaff wide receivers that they have. Yeah. Um, yeah, I you would hope so. I don't know. It's not like Metcalf gets a ton of volume anyways, so, like, I feel like any small ding to it could be sort of problematic for him. Yeah. But we'll see. I also think this, is, think this is funny because Seattle is, like, Seattle has a good record, right? Oh, yeah, they're really good. They're, like, 7-2 or something. So, they're... 
So, like, almost every team passed on Josh Gordon. Oh, yeah, I read they were, like, 29th in waiver order or something. Yeah. yeah, so basically everyone passed. They're probably the only one who put in a claim. Which is also funny because someone pointed out today that I read that, uh, like, the Panthers put in a claim for Dante Moncrief. So it's like <laughs> the Panthers were like, nope, we don't want Josh Gordon. We want Dante Moncrief. Yeah, I imagine, <laughs> yeah, I, I imagine a lot of teams are probably just like, uh, like we don't need this you know we don't need yeah. the whole thing that comes with josh gordon so yeah that's fair but yeah. also like at least josh gordon could like I, I feel like at the end of the day like in the nfl it's like you want a player that can like make a difference like dante yeah. moncrief is not moving the, the needle for your team i'm i'm a big like no. move the needle guy like josh gordon he might be a headache it might be a circus but like he could also help your team yeah and like dante moncrief He's not. Probably he's can. Yeah. He's not. He like we. Yeah, I don't know. I think it would be funny if the Seahawks made the Super Bowl and played the Patriots, and then that would be fun. Josh Gordon yeah. got to show out. I would approve of that Super Bowl matchup. That'd be fun. All right. Do you want to move on to your game? Saving the best for last. With Joe. Yeah. Ben also moves up to four and five with his win over Joe. I'm gonna uh, be honest. I was a little nervous this week. Yeah, it, this kind of came closer to the wire than I expected, for sure. I always kind of shit my pants against the bottom feeders. <laughs> I think my team just gets kind of a little too tight butthole and just psychs yeah. themselves out. Um, I was a little nervous because uh, Thursday night, Joe has Joe has Kenyon Drake, who like two days earlier had gotten traded from the Dolphins to the to the um, Car- Cardinals, <laughs> yeah. and I was like, oh well, maybe he won't notice because it's a Thursday night game. And Joe allegedly works, like, 80-hour weeks, so I was like, maybe he won't notice. But I guess Joe, um, you know, he probably probably was working, like, 35 hours last <laughs> week. So he had a lot of time to do fancy football stuff. So he puts Kenyon Drake in his lineup, puts up 24 Thursday night. Yeah. I was like, it's happening. <laughs> I was ready. I was ready to – I was like, if I lose to Joe, like, the season is over. Like, there, it just wouldn't have – it right. just wouldn't have happened. But uh, then it, it slowly turned around for the old squad – um joe's team let's just run through joe's team daniel jones i'm still like reasonably impressed with daniel jones like he makes some throws he he makes this is my thing with daniel jones you're like this offense is clearly not that good but Mm -hmm. like when you compare daniel jones to the other new york quarterback sam (laughs) darnold like like (laughs) daniel jones he, he he when you watch the giants play like when the giants were playing the patriots uh like i saw daniel jones make a couple like he doesn't look rattled yeah, in the pocket. Yeah, he like, doesn't look Sam like, Darn- totally overmatched. Sam yeah. Darnold looks like, or, or like Mason Rudolph. Like, these guys look like they're just, like, scared shitless when they're in the mm-hmm. pocket. Daniel Jones will, like, stand in the pocket, and he'll he'll throw some bullets. Like, he, like I'm, a, I'm, like, reasonably impressed with Daniel Jones. Like, I, uh, yeah, I will say that in Jones's, Jones's last three games, uh, or let's go last four, he has five picks and five fumbles, so... He's yeah. turning it over. He's a rookie. A he's a rookie. Like, I don't know. He's a he's an athlete. I don't know. Like I, I think the tools are there for Daniel Jones. I can kind of see. Yeah, I mean, he he does have nice agility and like he he's relatively quick uh, and he can make some tougher throws. But I think that yeah, well, he's a better he's better. a better passer than Josh Allen. Yeah, definitely. You know? uh, but he's not as athletic. No, as Allen. No, he's not. Um, 
Jalen Samuels, the Pittsburgh running back situation is kind of interesting. It is weird. Because, yeah. like, cause like, you got James Conner, and you got Jalen Samuels, and you got Trey Edmonds. And it's yeah, Trey Edmonds, I think, had, like, 11 or 12. Well, yeah, th- this week they did very much like a Samuels was a receiving back. He got, like, 13 catches or something, and then Edmonds was oh, yeah. the running back. And that was, like, it, it entirely split roles. Uh, like, did not overlap whatsoever. So um, And then, yeah, so then Joe mistakenly left T.Y. Hilton. <laughs> In his fl- in his in his lineup, uh, Joe had this funny little back and forth with me where where Joe was saying uh, he was it was some good healthy Sunday Sunday fantasy football trash talk. Joe texted me saying that Kenyon Drake was dropping bombs on my team and that you know he was own- he owned Joe owned me. Yeah, I own you all caps. <laughs> and I was like I was like Joe, you know this is at like twelve fifteen. I was like Joe, you know T Y Hilton's. <laughs> uh, he's out this week, right? Yeah. It turns out that that, like, didn't matter at all. But up until, like, Dak Prescott kind of pulled away from Daniel Jones on Monday night, like, yeah. T.Y. Hilton, I was like, that could be the difference in this game. But it turns out, like, even if Joe had started Deion Lewis um, instead of T.Y. Hilton, uh, if he had put Jarmo Allison in his wife's receiver and flexed Deion Lewis, it wouldn't have mattered. Yeah. Um. So that makes me feel like a little better for Joe. Um, it would have been kind of funny if, kind of funny slash sad if that yeah. had been the difference. Well, and speaking of Joe owning you, uh, I looked it up, and Ben, you are now six and zero lifetime against Joe in this league. So uh, <laughs> there's definitely some owning going on, but I think it's maybe the not the direction that Joe thought it was. Evan, this is good. We have to support each other more. <laughs> yeah, this is good. This is good, Joe. This is, this is the kind of firepower I need when I'm going when I'm when I'm going up against the trash talk Twitter behemoth. Yeah. That is Joe Verdron <laughs> when he tries to he tries to you know intimidate me like I'm some sort of Berman. Uh, <laughs> let's see what else did Joe's team. Zach Ertz had sixteen point three. Yeah, Ertz finally came through with a good game. Good for Zach Ertz. Um, good to see him back on the horse. Uh, hundred yards and a tutty. Um, well, and I think I think Joe is getting Alvin Kamara back next week. I gets Alvin Kamara back, play. and Andrew Brees will be back. Gets Drew Brees bye. back. So he'll finally kind of have gets Calvin Ridley back. Those two. He'll start Ridley instead of. So you know, maybe Joe. Uh, maybe things are looking up as much as they can be looking up for a team that's one and eight. <laughs> yeah, man. I, if, if Joe had had his full contingent this week, man, I'd have been a little nervous. But you know, yeah, that's why you know you, you it pays to have you know good uh, good, good yeah. pays to have depth in that fantasy football league. Uh, my team. Um, do you mean Christian McCaffrey? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was gonna make some sort of a joke like that, but that was pretty good. Um, my team like had a pretty average week, but I scored ninety seven just because Christian McCaffrey is insane. The goat, yeah. Um, someone traded McCaffrey to me. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, no, I feel like nobody could have really predicted this kind of output from Christian McCaffrey. It's yeah. truly, it's truly spectacular. Um, like. I'm at the point where if I don't get 20 from McCaffrey, like, I'm kind of disappointed. Yeah. Like, it's it's ridiculous. Um, God. I mean, he's literally had more than 20 in all but two games this year, so yeah, that's fair. <laughs> God, these, these, these stat lines are just crazy. 32, 5, 24, 23, 41, 17, 23, 34. He, he, has, he, has only done, he has only had one bad game the whole year. Yeah, one well, bad... he's averaging over 25 points a game. That's pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah. Man. Yeah, no signs of slowing down either. I mean, he's played two pretty good defenses last two weeks, the Niners and the Titans, and he's put up a total of <laughs> almost 60 fantasy points. So. Gets Green Bay next week. I'm licking my chops. Um, 
Atlanta, I don't think has that good of a run defense. No, New Orleans. Atlanta's defense is really bad. Yeah. New Orleans has a pretty good run defense. Yeah. Well, with uh, the thing with McCaffrey, too, is that he catches the ball enough where, like, even if the run defense is good, they're going to find a way to get in the ball. That's true. Know? Do some, like, jet sweeps and shit. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, McCaffrey, I'm just hoping my team – if my team – if I can just – my whole thing is like just sneak into the playoffs. Anything can happen. Yeah, I hope that McCaffrey doesn't and, and, you a few and, games. and if I like if I if I just make it to the playoffs, I'm just gonna hand the keys to McCaffrey and just say, you know, you're playing the Atlanta Falcons, and then the, or, is it Week 14 Atlanta Falcons? Week 14 Atlanta that's Falcons. A, that's a great matchup, like I, I'm just like, just 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 go for it, dude. I don't know. Um, rest of the team, I'm still like. I'm still kind of annoyed with Keenan Allen. Like, get it together. I don't know. They didn't really need him. They give it all. Like, there's yeah. this this Chargers offense is kind of starting to click. Um, and they've also had some. They fired their offensive coordinator, right? Yeah, a couple weeks ago. So it's the kind of thing where there's a little bit of dysfunction in the like the offense, and you know, there's it's kind of like the Eagles' offense in that there's a lot of weapons. Like the Eagles have so many weapons on the Chargers. You know, you got Gordon and Eckler, and Hunter Henry came back, and Keenan Allen and Mike Williams, and it's just there's a lot of mouths to feed. So it's kind of tough. Um, but Keenan Allen's also the kind of guy where, you know, strings off a couple of hot weeks and, you know, you just got to keep starting the guy. Yeah. Um, Kelsey had an okay week. Um, my team is pretty boring besides that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I almost when McCaffrey scores 35. <laughs> you know, yeah. Solve a lot of problems. Matt Breida, I'm, I, I, Matt Breida having 9.2. I'm happy with that. Um, he's been a li- he had been a little shaky um, previous weeks. Yeah. Um, ninety-two yards. Um, fifteen total. carries too. So fifteen carries. Yeah, I, I'm pretty. Yeah, sure. Good luck trying to figure out the Niners' backfield. <laughs> like anyone trying to guess who's going to get the most carries in any game. Actually, week. like I think Brita, like most weeks, has had the most carries. Yeah, except that one week when Coleman had like forty points. <laughs> yeah. But if you look at Brita's carry count, like fifteen, twelve, fourteen. Yeah, 11, I guess it's actually fairly consistent. Um, he has a pretty yeah, consistent. Right, right around a dozen every yeah. week. Usually, yeah. so. he gets. He's a pretty stable guy. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, that's all I got. Do you, want, right. do you want to look at next week? Uh, yeah, there's actually a few really interesting games. You know, we're getting closer to the end of the year, so, you know, these games take on added importance. Uh, I had a few written down, but they're not actually in front of me. So, um, let's see. Yeah, one big one that I had is Ethan versus Ryan. Uh, these two guys are both in that four and five bubble, but, uh, they have pretty low point totals. For that group, so they're probably not going to be able to win the back door, which means both of these teams probably need to win out to make the playoffs, which means that one of them is probably going to basically be eliminated. Ooh, Ooh that's interesting. Um, so so we'll see. I mean, uh, we will see who wins. You know, Ryan might get Mahomes back this week. Uh, it sounds like Mahomes might be playing, which would be huge for him, obviously. Um but we'll see. Uh, it should be an interesting one. That's some good. That's some good analysis, Evan. I like that because yeah, like you said, Ryan and Ethan, they're they're ten eleven in the standings. Yeah. Um. And the, yeah, like you said, they're so one two three four five six seven. Unless so, like, I'm at eight forty one. You're at eight fifty eight. Um, I think for Ryan and Ethan, it's the kind of thing where they need to be rooting for us. Um. Oh, wait, no, I'm reading... Fuck, I'm reading points against. Never mind. Um, That's having problems reading the wrong columns. Well, sorry that ESPN sucks. 
Yeah, um, I think basically, I, I think I think actually the opposite of what you were saying, Ben. I think both of these teams need to finish in the top seven to make the playoffs because I don't. Yeah, think I was wrong. Yeah, I was wrong. I was like, there's yeah. there's no way. So Cause, and, to, and to do that, I think you're almost certainly gonna need seven wins this year. Is what it looks like. Yeah, because it's it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So it starts with Henry. Henry has nine hundred. Jay has 883, you have 877, I have 875. Yeah, Ryan's down at 795, Ethan's at 767. Yeah, this, that's, a, that's a very good, very apt observation, Evan, that this is essentially like a, this is, I mean, you never want to say never, right? Like, because, right, you know, yeah. like Ryan, Ryan, Ryan or Ethan could have a couple weeks in a row where they put up 130 yeah, right, and they're right back in up, it. Like, but, I made up 40 plus points on most teams that I was chasing this one week. So, yeah, it can yeah. definitely happen. But, but it's within the realm of, you know, most reasonable you know, Occam's Razor, blah, blah, blah. This is probably going to be an elimination, quasi-elimination game between Ryan and Ethan. So uh, yeah. get your popcorn ready. Um, it's going to be a barn burner. Should we look at this? Should we look at this matchup maybe a little more in depth and see maybe one week one team's getting a lot more fucked by guys on by than the other? Obviously, Mahomes is a big... Yeah, Ryan is missing... A lot of guys because he's got a ton of Patriots and they're on by next week, so he's missing Edelman, Dorsett, White. Oh man, uh, he's so missing he, Carlos Hyde and too. Carlos Hyde. So uh, if Connor doesn't, if James Connor doesn't play next week, Ryan could be in some trouble. I think by week wise, he's finally going to tra- drop Gronk. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, who knows? Uh, yeah, Ryan probably deserves to you know face some consequences for having Gronk on his bench. So maybe. So, so yeah, this will be so he'll have a wide receiver slot open and a flex slot open. Yeah, and, so, and then he's got nobody currently he's got, on his bench no, to fill it if Connor doesn't play. So that that's no one to fill the flex. He has nobody to fill or the wide receiver. He well, no. So I was saying, I was saying he doesn't have anyone to fill the wide receiver at all. Like right now, no. He he only has. Yeah, that's true. Even if Connor does play, he, obviously he only has he only has Robbie Anderson starting at wide out. That's more than enough. <laughs> um, Brutal. Robbie Anderson's pretty much two wide receivers in one. Um, so he's going to ha- – Ryan, I hate to break it to you. You're gonna, well, you'll just drop Eagles D. I'm sure, yeah, he's, um, he's carrying two defenses. Like, and Eagles are on as, by. As soon as Mahomes is cleared, he can probably just drop Winston. So, you know. You would say that. You want Winston back. <laughs> no, I've got Matt Ryan coming back. Coming. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so uh, I think, I think uh, early money is probably on Ethan. Yeah. Just because uh, – Ryan's team's kind of a bi week clusterfuck. Yeah. Um, Ethan just has Sanu on by. Snoo. Yeah, so Ethan looking okay. Yeah, another Uh-oh, game. Uh oh, Jake Elliott's on by. Foot. Foot. Uh, <laughs> another game that's uh, pretty important. Uh, another matchup of four and five teams. Uh, ben versus Jay. Uh, that should be pretty big. Too. These teams aren't in quite the same situation because uh, you guys both have a lot more points scored than. Um, Ethan and Ryan. I'm gunning for you, Jay. But still, I mean, the difference between five and five and four and six uh, cannot be understated. Uh, Jay, Jay and I on the year, and we are both we are both we are both four and five. Uh, Jay is seven. I am nine. He is at eight eighty three. I'm at eight seventy five. Yeah, so it's real tight. It's a pretty it's a pretty even pretty even uh, uh, year so far between our yeah. between our two teams. So Ben, you won't have Miles Sanders services if that was something you wanted. Uh, but then Jay is in bye week hell, like we alluded to before. He's got Will Fuller, Carson Wentz, DJ Chark, and Rex Burkhead all on bye. Plus Mark Walton, hit, uh, another bench guy, is suspended. So his bench right now is Kyle Rudolph. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. The 2013 Pro Bowl MVP. Yeah, that's true. People forget. Um, 
But yeah, I don't well, know. And He's, Adam, well, and Adam Thielen. Uh, he usually when guys. Oh, that's true. And Thielen's in his flex right now. So when you pull a hammy like that, I feel like usually it's oh, at least he's not yeah, playing this week. Thielen's not playing, right? Like yeah. Hammies, hammies are a bad like gimpy kind of injury to yeah. have. Um, so I mean, yeah, J- Jay is looking at almost certainly starting a, starting Cole Beasley, Taylor Gabriel, and some other random flex guy from the waiver wire um unless he wants to start rudolph i guess <laughs> yeah i'm still like a little even if jay starts just some random fuck in his flex like he's still he's still, like kyler going up against tampa like that's a good matchup Ugh, god fuck yeah. and then like and obviously Barclay against the Sa- saquon <laughs> yeah. aaron jones like engram could could always do some damage yeah uh, like, th- that I- being said though i think given jay's uh bye week situation i think i think you're the the fairly heavy favorite here ben well, I hope Stop so. making excuses for I'm, yourself. I'm sure. I'm, I, all I'm saying, all I'm saying is like, I'm not, I'm not trying to be like, oh, Jay's team sucks. I'm gonna own Jay. Like, Jay still has a good team. Right. Like, right. he has good players. He has Saquon. Yeah. Right. Um. Like, yeah. definitely capable of like Saquon and Aaron Jones putting up fifty combined. I'm interested yeah. if I'm interested to see if Mahomes plays. Does he roll a Titans D? Um. Even if he doesn't, I don't know if that's a great matchup. <laughs> like, um, but. That being said, there probably aren't a ton of like useful defenses available, just given there are six teams on by this week. So I kind of want to play some defense on the waiver wire against Jay, but like I don't know who would Jay would pick up. Yeah, because it's a flex. All right. I don't know. Do we want to talk? Kind of. Uh, you got any other games you want to talk about? Right? You're playing Tony. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to talk about that. Tony's Tony's got no one on by. Yeah, I'm pissed off by that. Tony's probably gonna set his lineup. No, he's not. Just to spite you. Nobody said his. He would have to pick up a tight end. So. And even that, like, do I really care if he starts a waiver wire tight end? It's like, no. <laughs> It'll be worth, like, two points. Um, yeah, I want to talk about the playoff picture just a little bit. So, like we said earlier, there are nine teams uh, above two-thirds chance to make the playoffs. Uh, that's the current top nine in the standings. And then you drop all the way down to about 20% for Ryan and Ethan. And then basically zero for Qu- Quinn, Tony, and Joe. Um, so they're not mathematically eliminated yet? Uh well, so Joe, I don't know if it's technically mathematically. Joe is showing up as zero in the simulation, so he did not make the playoffs in any of 1,000 runs. Um, but Do 10,000 runs. Uh, so Joe... 100. Joe, I think, could... Uh, Joe probably can't make it. So, like, Joe can finish with five wins, which right now would be enough to get him in, but I'm imagining just given the combination of games that at least some of the current four and five teams would have to get at least five wins. Right. Like, some, I guess, like someone needs to win some of these. Like, not I, everyone can tie. Yeah. Right? I, I'm, maybe, I think, if Joe won out and scored, like, 200 points each game to get his point total up, then he could make it. And I guess he could always get the back door, you know? Oh, I Theoretically, suppose. despite being, you know, the current lowest scoring team in the league. It could happen. Um, but, yeah, I mean, so I would say Connor... Connor, Tom, Tim, it's hard to even draw a line here. There are so many teams with good playoff odds, but then like one of these nine teams is going to have to miss the playoffs. Um, so it'll be interesting to see, for sure. We do have seven teams, half of the league, tied at four and five right now. That's pretty wild. Yeah, that, that's definitely that's, interesting. That's good. That's, that's a good, healthy league. Yeah. You know? uh-huh. 
Well, and that's what I was saying. It's really going to be a scrum for the playoffs just because, like, any one of those teams could differentiate themselves fairly easily over the next couple of weeks and, and wind up in a really good position or in a really bad position. So we'll see how it plays out. Um, one other thing to note is uh, Evan made a little tradey trade last week. We almost forgot. Did I? Yeah. You traded Darren Waller. No, oh, we talked about that last week. Wait, no, we didn't. Uh, yeah, yeah, because we recorded on Tuesday. No, you traded, him on, you traded him on Wednesday. Well, it went through on Wednesday. Oh, it processed on yeah, Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, we talked about that last week's podcast. All right, never mind. Trans- I, always get, I always get that mixed up. It processed Wednesday morning. Yeah. All right, uh, I've, got, I've got nothing else to add here, Ben. Um, did the Gophers win? Oh, good question. Gopher basketball playing their season opener right now. Me and Ben tried to watch, but it was not on TV. <laughs> BTN Plus is this random thing that I guess some people get. Yeah, not really, though. The Gophers won 85 to 50. Lit. 1-0. And the Gophers are 17th in the CFE ranking. Below Kansas State? <laughs> what? <laughs> Below Wisconsin? Wisconsin lost to Illinois. We beat them by 23 points. Oh wow, that is that is brutal. Uh, I gotta say, I gotta I say like, that is, that is some disrespect. Like, I like it. I don't care. I don't care how bad our schedule is. Because literally, it. Wisconsin has a loss to one of the shitty teams that we beat really easily. Like, you gotta be kidding me, Kansas State too. Sheesh, <laughs> man. Okay, well, we better beat Penn State this week. Penn State number four, so currently in the playoff. So. That's pretty funny. I'm I'm down for this. Have a little chip on the shoulder. Yeah, for real. The boys boys better be angry. Yeah, the was so the the Kansas State thing doesn't confuse me as much because like interconference things is kind of hard to compute. Like I'm I'm. Sh- yeah, I don't really. Kansas, get... Well, Kansas State beat like someone. Did they, they beat, beat they, they beat, beat Oklahoma. Oklahoma? Yeah. So like that's a way better win than what we have. Like yeah, I, I kind of get I that. See who there are two losses. I'm assuming one of them is Baylor. Yes, it is. Um, and the other one is Oklahoma State. It's like not, I don't know. Like, which, like, I don't like beating, Basically, this team's entire resume is beating Oklahoma. Which, like, isn't nothing. Yeah, it isn't like, nothing, but also, like, with two losses. Yeah, yeah, no, I like, get that. Eh. I'm not saying, like, I'm not, but also, what I'm trying to say is, like, a reasonable person can make an argument for Kansas State being one spot ahead of the Gophers. Yeah, I guess. But to make Wisconsin four spots ahead of the Gophers. Yeah. Uh, when, like you said, there is, like, a, there is a common opponent yeah, right. that we beat and they did not uh-huh. which is like a common not good opponent yeah, <laughs> like they yeah, should yeah. definitely have beaten illinois yeah that's kind of that's kind of uh, that's 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 like that's a frustrating yeah who was wisconsin's other loss michigan ohio state oh yeah which, no, yeah, fair. yeah fair. <laughs> i can't really take them for that one but yeah fair um ohio state's number one well yeah um all right well uh at the, at the risk of running out, Clemson, of Clemson out of the playoff. Yeah, right Clemson now. not in. There, I was, I was interested to see which one of those five got left out. All right, all right Ben, are we are we done with our fancy talk? Are we are we are we ready for this uh, gopher gopher doubleheader on Saturday? I we ready to go? I, I really can't wait. What's your prediction? Uh, my prediction: uh, Gopher football will lose. <laughs> uh, gopher basketball will also probably lose. Uh, I'm. What's the odd, what are the odds that we lose both though? Uh, probably under fifty percent, I would say. Yeah, we'll probably it's, win one of them. It's definitely like a plura- a majority, but not a plurality, or the other way around. I never remember those words. Major- so majority is like, it. plurality is okay, just, so the, hi- just pl- the highest it's a plurality, most likely thing. but not a majority. I yeah. Would say. yeah. Okay. Uh, I think I'm more optimistic about the football game, which is weird, but yeah. 
you know, at home, you got some home cooking. I don't think Oklahoma is that good at basketball. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't think Oklahoma's team is a thing. What does Ken Palm say? <laughs> do, do, do. I looked up I looked up their team and I was like, I don't know any of these players. Uh, oh, Oklahoma's number 23 on Ken Palm, so that's pretty good. Is preseason Ken Palm even a thing, though? It's pretty, it's as good as you can do, pretty much. Yeah, fair. Uh, yeah, Ken Palm's given Oklahoma a 71% chance of winning, so. Hey, chip on the shoulder. Indeed. Um, are we going to stick around on Sunday to watch the, the Eagles race at regionals in Sioux Falls? Uh, probably not. <laughs> yeah, so for some reason they race at 2.30 now. It was super lame. Yeah, right. Like, we found out, like, we re- I realized I went to the state meet on Saturday. Rest in peace. Um, and I realized that I was going to – I always thought, because I have this association with regionals being, like, the weekend of my birthday, because there was one – one year when I was in high school, we did regionals that my birthday was on the Saturday mm-hmm. of regionals. And I was like, so I thought it was going to be next week. But I guess for some reason, it's this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, the week out, I always thought there was a week in between. I think state is just a little early this year or something. Maybe. Because I, I always thought there was a week a weekend in between state and regionals. No, I think it's always the weekend right after. Oh, is it? They got to jam it in before it gets too cold. You know. That's fair. But so then I was like, I was like, oh, and then I was like, oh, well, I'm gonna, it's, we're going to be watching the football game during it. But then I was like, then I, I was talking to someone, and it's like, no, it's on Sunday. And I was like, no way, like, I'm going to be in Sioux Falls, like, during this. <laughs> and so it was, like, kind of a funny coincidence. But then I looked at the schedule, and I was like, fuck this. It's not till 2.30. <laughs> not sticking around in Sioux Falls until 2.30. Yeah. If, but I feel, like, I feel like when we raced. It the, was definitely morning when we I don't know if it was like morning, morning. It was probably I don't know like, if it was early, but it was probably ten. I remember because I remember senior year. Ten or eleven. I remember because Dorf was in the B race. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow, so brutal. <laughs> uh, uh, and he had to because my mom went to watch him race. I don't think I watched him because it was cold. Uh, and he re- he had to leave the hotel like super fucking early at like he had to leave at like eight a.m. or something. Or 7 a.m. Yeah. He had to, so I don't think we... I think, like, the JV race is at, like... It was probably at, like, 9 or 10. They yeah. said it was snowing during it. Sense. I remember. Yeah. Nice. And then... So then we probably raced at, like, 11. Mm-hmm. But it, it's not until... It's not until 2.30 this year, which definitely is late. Like, we definitely yeah. did not wait. Yeah, we, we, yeah, we did not do afternoon, for sure. That was late. Um, but, yeah, so hopefully the Eagles... The Eagles, I will say, for those who are not aware, lost by one point... At the state meet last weekend Brutal. at St. Olaf. I went down to, to cheer on the boys. Evan went down. We carpooled together. Evan went to Carlton to watch Mayak. And I went to Olaf to watch the high school, which is somehow at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Both in Northfield. Carlton did win, for the record. So, Fair. At, least we, at least we got something. But for all of you guys who are uh, hounding the Eagles for losing by one point to Moundsview, just know that even though Eden Prairie was the favorite... Moundsview was like the clear. No, Eden Prairie was not like the, like powerhouse favorite. Uh-huh. They were just like a just like an average favorite. Moundsview was the clear number two. And Moundsview, I learned from looking up the regionals, information. Mm-hmm. Moundsview won regionals last year. Did they really? Yeah. So wow. for everyone, for everyone chirping the Eagles for losing to Moundsview, Moundsview, literally won regionals last year. And it'd be pretty cool. I remember a few years ago. Um, Edina, I think, or I think, I think, I think Edina maybe didn't make it to state. This was like in 2015. Uh Edina didn't make it to state, but they made it to nationals. Yeah, right. (laughs) Um, so it would be, 
I think it would be pretty cool if the Eagles could uh, uh, win the, regionals if, after if, not winning state. Yeah. Or 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 get because I think like, you know there's always like a Wisconsin team that's right. good, yeah. but it it would be cool if they could. Um, I mean, just finishing second in state in Minnesota, like just by default, you're a contender yeah. at regionals. Um, so I don't. Know, that'd be that'd be pretty cool if they could. Um, they could pull it off. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, so wish us wish the Gophers luck this weekend, boys. Go Gophers! Row the boat. The, oh, we already talked about them walking up PJ Fleck through twenty twenty six. Row the boat, Willie Taggart from uh Florida State. Florida State fired their head coach Willie Taggart. Got a twenty million dollar buyout. Evan, we got to get to tw- an hour twenty. And you're always really into hitting these milestones, and it's it's like, a milestone. No, there's no reason to do that. It's a milestone. We're, we're at an hour and nineteen. Evan, minutes. we don't need to keep adding on to Evan, this. Lighten up. I thought I'm I, just saying, like, like some people are like, as someone who likes to finish podcasts, like, I don't like to shut off a podcast, even if it if there are like two minutes left, it bugs me to like leave that unlistened to. There are people that are going to have to because of that same OCD tendency listen to this like total inco- incoherent rambling for another like forty five seconds and just waste their life. I don't. Like people people have the free will to turn off this podcast whenever the fuck they want. They do, but it could cause the negative externality of having to leave like a, a small bit of it unread. I'm to. I think this was an unnecessary criticism. Okay. Well, clear eyes. Full hearts. Can't lose. Thanks, guys.